Welcome to Executives at the Edge, a podcast brought to you by MEF. I'm your host, Pascal Venezes. Join me as we explore thought-provoking perspectives from the leaders and changemakers who are propelling enterprise digital transformation forward. I'm so excited to be with Elisabetta Romano, Chief Network Operation and Wholesale Officer at TIMS, which is, I believe, Telecom Italia Mobile, right? Yes. Even if we do fixed and mobile, but then, you know, the brand uh, team has a mobile at, at the end. So, Elisabetta, for our audience, please, if you can just give us a little background about yourself and about Tim itself, and then we can get into some really great discussions. Yeah. So l- l- if I start uh, from myself, uh, then background is a technological background. So it's uh, starting from my degree, so in computer science. And uh, mainly most of my career uh, on vendor side. So I've been working in Alcadel before and Ericsson afterwards. And most of my time abroad. Um, and uh, so before with Alcatel on R&D and then with Ericsson, I had the privilege to be in Sweden and uh, in uh, California. So we had two headquarters for a global role in almost every domain in the, in the, net, in the telco. And uh, 2010-18, Summit was joined the uh, team. Oh, nice. And what exactly is your role now? You, are, you talked about the new Netco and you got... Yeah. Like 20,000 employees underneath you? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of people, right? Uh, so my, my role now is being responsible for uh, the infrastructure, team telecom infrastructure, both fixed and mobile. Uh, so um, both innovation and technology and, of course, operation as well. So that's why the organization is very big because... Uh, all the people that are going around uh, to make, uh, to do installation, uh, uh, to fix problems, uh, going uh, in uh, our customer uh, premises or uh, house, apartment, uh, are all people belonging to my organization. So the operation part is very big. And, and this is for the national network. Uh, but then I have also the responsibility of Sparkle, so means uh, all the international infrastructure. So that's that's why it's a very big organization. Well, it's a big mission. <laughs> so you talked about the idea of infrastructure and services. Can you elaborate a little bit more about why you believe that's really critical for telecom operators? Yeah, it's critical because uh, if you think for a while, uh, the role and what uh, needed to be a telco operators uh, 15 years ago. Uh, mainly the main, the main service was voice and the voice and SMS was embedded with infrastructure. So when you were buying as an operators the infrastructure from Nokia, Ericsson, whoever, then the services was embedded there. Um, and so the, the main role was to plan, uh, design, plan the network, operate the network, the services was embedded, uh, and then, of course, selling and taking care of the customers. Uh, now, if for a moment, think about now, what when we speak about being a service provider and what is the services we need to provide. So we talk about data, we talk about cloud, we talk about cybersecurity, we talk about IoT. We talk about the vertical industries, for example, with 5G, 
many vertical industries wishing that dress with the slicing with 5G. So it's a huge uh, um, competence needed. Um, and in the meanwhile, in the last 20 years, uh, uh, the industries has been challenged by the over the top by tech company. So the margin was uh, squeezing and uh, squeezing. Uh, there was not so much possibilities then uh, to change even the competence you had. So in the meanwhile, you couldn't hire too many people. The industry and the company were less attractive. So more or less, we, uh, if we look at ourselves uh, after 15, 20 years, most of the people have the competence uh, of 20 years ago, where connectivity, voice, so the core business, but now what is requested is much more. And, uh, and the driver that uh, you have it, so if you follow enterprise or consumer, for example, or infrastructure are completely different because uh, if you are doing consumer, then you should uh, think about the media proposition, the gaming proposition. If you think about enterprise, all the vertical industry, all the vertical industries I said before, uh, if you are network, you have to do a lot of investment looking at FTTH, of the, you know, the 5G standalone. So it's becoming very complicated. We didn't have the possibility to hire all the competence needed to do the transformation. And uh, all these three components are completely different uh, drivers from competence, skill, uh, from uh, go-to-market, uh, model because if you look at enterprise it's completely different from a consumer and a small medium business so all these things are going in the different uh, direction and definitely one size doesn't fit all that very often when you are a fully integrated service provider you have you know same process uh, you know similar organization uh, and you try to you know industrialize the processes for the entire company so what you're saying is infrastructure, international, nationally owned, and that includes all of the traditional fixed wireless infrastructure, correct? Yeah. Uh, let's say that the Netco, as we uh, we are proceeding uh, in teleco in team, uh, it's uh, mainly responsible owning the access, the fixed access network. Uh, I got it. And will be responsible for the services and operation for all the other infrastructure. Mobile operator will be mainly, mobile network will be mainly with a consumer organization and enterprise will be maybe working on some specific frequencies, maybe high band frequencies, uh, you know, to be able to have, um, you know, contract uh, looking at the private network, slicing of the network, working on a millimeter, millimeter uh, um, band, uh, so for some specific use cases. So that's how we figure it out now. So the services like SASE and SD-WAN would be put on top, or if you're doing IoT analytics, or yeah. that get all verticalized, smart warehouses or smart cars, or they're all verticalized on top of this infrastructure. Yes, that's on top of the infrastructure. So what today uh, we we saw at the you know at the, during the plenary regarding the. A secure uh, network as a service proposition that is definitely you know the proposition of a netco company working national international should do it so that's uh, that's why we are very interested uh, to i mean what uh, 
MEF is working on because uh, during the separation, after the separation, uh, there will be product uh, that now we don't see it as a uh, vertical integrated operators, but there will be proposition, especially coming from the NETCO, that now are uh, probably not evident, uh, maybe not uh, useful, uh, but that uh, with the separation we will see more and more and going into the network as a service uh, um, world. Yes, yes, beautiful said. So you talked to us about the industry needs more collaboration. Could you elaborate on that? Yeah, because uh, uh, we have seen in the last, uh, again, uh, 10, 20 years that all these uh, global company, software global company, the over the top, the hyperscaler, uh, uh, they need to speak with global players from a connectivity perspective. And uh, no matter how big you are, you can be the big Verizon or uh, Vodafone global operators, you are still not uh, you know, worldwide a global company. Um, and uh, we need to make easy for this, uh, this company to work with us. Um, in, also to monetize better what we do it. And so the first type of collaboration that we needed is among all telco operators. Totally agree. Uh, international, retail, national, and so on. So we need to be sure to federate ourselves in order to be seen from these uh, external company as one global operators. And in order to do this, we need to do alliances. We need to, you know, have standardization in place. We need to have organization like MEF that help the industries, industry to come together and, uh, you know, give uh, this, um, this uh, easy button to the tech company when it comes to connectivity. Or for example, the digital identity we are also speaking about, uh, how to monetize some of the data that the telco operators have it, and we have it a lot, to monetize uh, um, towards this uh, tech company or whoever. Um, and that's uh, so is another important cooperation that is possible to do it. Because uh, so far, this industry um, has been uh, characterized by uh, too many players, too much competition among them that at the international layer level, you have it less. Because uh, when you are a, a wool sales, international wool sales operator, you are used to buy and sell from, uh, you know, uh, competitors uh, in some time. So the, the competition is really something um, very much used at the international level. That's less at the national level. Instead, we need uh, all, all the dimension, both the dimension. And it's really interesting because the airlines industry has been doing this for a while. They came together, I buy one ticket, I can fly all over the world with different airlines, you know, and I don't really, it's all hidden, it's the experience. And they look like one federated, you know. Of course, there's three of these alliances, whatever. And I think what you're saying is operators need to come together in the same way instead of competing against each other. Because the hyperscalers are global now, massive, and basically, you know, you, you're still working with them, partnering with them because you have to. But at the same time, how do you how do you leverage what they do really well and what you the telcos do really well, and how can you put that all together 
and do that in a federated way. Yes. So it, federation is a will be a way to better monetize all our assets because if all these uh, company sees us as a single company we are less powerful so i think that the federation of all operators international and national will give us a bit more uh, uh, power uh, talking with uh, this global uh, software company well elizabeth thank you for your time i know you had a very limited schedule and i'm so grateful to even get in thank you for so much for all the support you give to math and the industry and your vision very very thank grateful you. thank you for that for this conversation has been a very nice conversation